0: We're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via TheBridgeChicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I want things to get better. People keep telling me to be patient, but why? What does that mean? Let's get into it. the bridge loud
1: we are with you here on the bridge loud my name is matt king and i'm joined by the founder of mission usa glenn Fitzgerald. let's do this also joined by the producer of the show the man who puts some music together jed brewer let's rock we're answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com where you're welcome to write in your own questions this week's question says i want things to get better people keep telling me to be patient but why what does that mean and Glenn, I can, I can think of no better retort to the admonishment to be patient than, but why? So maybe that's a good place to start.
2: Well, like you, I don't know what that actually means. Uh, <laughs> or at least I'm pretending not to know what it means because I don't want to know what it means. Uh, yeah, the, just about the worst thing you can do to me is tell me to be patient thats uh, I don't like the sound of that That's, uh, and it can sound really dismissive, especially if I'm in sort of a really tough situation where it might even be an emergency You know, if I can't breathe, don't tell me to be patient, I, I, I need you to fix something right now uh, but at the same time I think it is worth taking a look at that a lot of good things in life take time, so you know, being able to suss out that difference between whether this is the time for patients or not, I think that's the key part we need to start with.
1: It's a really great place to start out there. And Jed, I think Glenn brings us up a very good kind of tension here of no one wants to be patient, but there are things in life where patience is going to be part of the solution. And there are also things in life where patience is just not going to be optional, really. So how do we start to get our mind around that?
0: It's a great question. Uh, You know, I think there's a few things that we can readily think of where we know it's going to take time. We know we're going to have to be patient if we want good results, you know. So if you want to build a career, nobody builds a career overnight. You don't show up for a job and, you know, on day two, they say, you're a winner. Management. That's just not how career growth works. Um, If you, you know, really like lifting weights and you want to get, you know, totally ripped, man. Man. But, you know, no one doubles their, their bench press in a week. That's just not how that works. And, of course, you know, one of the big ones is developing good relationships. That kind of by def- by definition really takes time. There's not a way to microwave that. So what we wind up with is there are things where we know patience is... You know, a bad idea, like an emergency situation where your house is on fire. That's not a good time to be patient. And then there are other situations like building a career where you kind of have to be. So I think the question that we really need to look at is how do we know when patience is actually a good idea? You know, there, there are plenty of people who tell us to be patient where it sounds a little bit like they just don't want to hear us complain. And so when they're saying be patient, they mean stop having these feelings that you have. I think the thing that we need to sort out, the thing we need to figure out is how do we know for ourselves when patience is called for and when it's actually not?
1: I think that's such a great point and something very worth being clear about as we move forward in this discussion is we're not talking about patience in the sense of stop wanting what you want or just stop talking about it, but we're talking about patience of to get to where you want to go, there's gonna be a time element involved over putting that effort in that will get you there. And that's what we want what we want to look at when we come back right here on the Bridge Loud. <laughs> Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
0: In the
2: words of that great social philosopher R.A. Nielsen, surrender, surrender, but don't give yourself away. Ooh.
1: Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Very well done. Thank you. A cheap trick to start off the segment, indeed, (laughs) as often we do in some form or another. We also... Our answering question that came into TheBridgeLoud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I want things to get better, but people keep telling me to be patient. But why? What does that mean? And Glenn, we close out that last segment with Jed leaving us with, I think, a very, very good question of when is patience actually a good idea that's going to help us versus when is it someone just not wanting to hear us complain about a thing or telling us there's nothing to be done. So maybe a good question to start with that would be, what is patience and what does
2: it do? Well, patience is a tool, which is a, a, a phrase that I made up on my own and did not steal from Jed. <laughs> uh, but it's, 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 it's a tool. It's like any other tool. Uh, if you have a hammer, you can use that to build a house or you can use it to wreck somebody's car. You can build up or you can tear down using the same thing so the real question is where does it apply and where does it not apply i I think the key thing for us to look at there is are you in a situation that's slowly but surely getting better if you're uh, getting over a sickness or if you're getting closer to a graduation day or whatever those things are you're, you're going through you know bodily changes or whatever those things are uh, patience is called for because it will get better with time. But if that's not the case, then we really need to be looking at something else besides patience to deal with the situation.
1: I think that's a really great point and the a tool is an excellent way to think of this. And Jed, how do we get deeper into that idea of how to apply patience when it's the tool that we know we need?
0: It's a good question, man. So, if we have, just like Glenn's saying, if we have a situation that is improving, even if it's very, very slowly, then uh, patience is for sure the right tool. And and that's going to be about um, choosing to pace ourselves, choosing to take things one day at a time or, or five minutes at a time. Um, you know, uh, Choosing to not give in to a sense of self-pity or, or a sense of... Um, You know, just uh, despair. Uh, Because again, things are improving. We are slowly getting where we're going. By contrast, though, just like Glenn is saying, if we've got situations that in the cold light of day are simply not improving, well, then giving more time to those situations wouldn't fix anything. And in that case, patients would actually make things worse. And there, we need a different tool out of our tool chest. Uh, That might be a tool like courage, you know, the, the willingness to do something bold, to make a change. That might be a tool like humility, where we go and find someone who has some expertise that we don't and we get them to give us some guidance and some um, insights about what we're dealing with. But to move forward with patience, I think the thing we need to look at is in those situations when patience is called for, when that really is the right tool for the job, how do we actually put that to use? Practically speaking, how do we apply patience to make our lives better?
1: A great question. And that is where we'll pick it up when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud. To here on the bridge loud, my name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
2: Just as that great social philosopher A.X.L. Rose once said, all we need is just a little patience. Ooh.
1: Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Nothing lasts forever, not even the cold November rain. Mm. There's a lot of wisdom in that. Not a lot of wisdom in most of the other things that dude said, but a lot of wisdom in those 2
2: <laughs> we They're answering a question
1: that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I want things to get better. People keep telling me to be patient, but why? What does that mean? And Glenn, we closed out that last segment uh, looking at patience as using it being able to use it as a tool to make our lives better. And I think that left us with a very good question of if patience is what's called for. How do we actually apply that as opposed to just sitting around waiting for something to happen? What does it look like to actively be patient?
2: Well, I think it's about defining for yourself what success actually looks like and, and what it is. Uh, I, I think the world has a way of, of saying success is when you reach this point where you're rich or good looking or you know have muscles or whatever. But the problem with that is that um how, do I, how rich is rich? How muscle-bound is muscle-bound? There's, there's no way of really defining even that, even if you're moving in that direction. So you have to define for yourself what is success to you. And I think if you start looking at um, one step at a time, and each step being a victory and a success that you can measure, that you can count, that you can celebrate, then patience becomes a lot easier because you you have this feeling of momentum you have this feeling that you're accomplishing things as opposed to this constant sense of i'm not there yet i'm not there yet
1: that's a great point point. and jed what would some practical examples be of setting your own bar for success and then doing this good celebrating and recognizing that lynn's talking about
0: Well, suppose that you said, you know, I want to try going to the gym. I want to you know, try and and, uh, get in a little bit better shape. So you hop on the treadmill and you say, I'm going to jog. And you find, I can do it for about two minutes and then I need to walk. A, no problem. Patience means that we're not going to judge where we're at today. But it also means that we say a good next goal is next time I go, I want to try and do two minutes and ten seconds. And then I'll walk. And if I can do that, I'm going to call that as big a success as there is because I did the thing that I set out to do. Uh, Another example might be maybe you're taking a class and it's really hard for you. And and right now you've got a C minus average. You say, you know what, I'm going to try and and study a little bit extra for this next exam. And I'm going to try and bring it up from a C minus to a C. And if I do that, I'm calling that a huge success because I set a goal and I achieved it. And part of the reason why we want to encourage you to do that is patient people know this. If you take 100 little successes all in a row and you add them up, you get a very big, impressive-looking success. That's actually how you get there, and we know that you can do it.
1: That is absolutely right, and we will pick things up right there when we come back here on The Bridge Loud.
2: We know you have struggles, we believe in you, and we want to help. We
1: are back with you here on the Bridge Aloud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
2: The way a thing is the hardest part. Oh, very good.
1: That's true. Florida's poet laureate told us that. Also joined by the bridge of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer.
0: My, my only retort at this point is the theme song that goes, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over, but I feel like I've sullied uh, this yeah. radio show by referencing Dawson's Creek. Yeah.
1: Correct. Everything has its place. One thing that has its place is the question we're answering this week, and that is, came to comes to thebridgelad at gmail.com and says, I want things to get better. People keep telling me to be patient, but why? What does that mean? And, of course, we've been talking about times when patience is called for is even helpful. And sometimes that's true when you're cooking up something delicious, something like a little secret sauce. The secret sauce. We often talk about our day job working with folks coming out of uh, drug addiction, coming out of uh, jail, coming out of street life. And one of the things that can be wonderful about working with those folks but also a little a little challenging is they want to have all the good stuff and all the positive changes, but they really would like it tomorrow. And For that's sure. really not always in the cards. So how do you talk to them about patience, that being good, those things we talked about it being a tool, and show them that that is a positive thing rather than kind of trying to bum them out with telling them they got to wait?
2: Well, you know, I had uh, uh, some of our leaders that are part of our work, all of whom have come through. Uh, drug recovery uh, in my living room this week and they were talking about all of those things exactly as you said that sense of wanting to kind of microwave everything and skip to the end and what they were talking about is acceptance there and i think it starts with, by recognizing that god himself accepts you uh, that he and that makes it easy for him to be patient with you Uh, God is not uh, reluctantly patient with you. He is pleased to be patient with you. He accepts you. He receives you and he loves you. And all of that allows you to change a lot more than that lack of acceptance. And I've got to hurry up and jump to the end.
1: I think that's such a, a wonderful point and really does help change the way we look at these things because a lot of impatience I think is born of the idea of there is a different person I should be or a different place I should be by now. So I need to make up for lost time. I need to get this turned around. I need to, you know, stop stop messing around and really stick my nose in it and get serious. And it can be so easy if you've had parents or coaches or teachers tell you those kind of things or bosses to, it can be so easy to fall into that and not realize that God does not feel that way about you. God does not have a better version of you in his mind that he's waiting for you to catch up to that's not a thing he loves you as you are he's on the journey with you not pulling you along we believe that we know that that's good for you and we'll see you next week right here on the bridge loud
3: in sin, far from the peaceful shore.